0: It's the end of a busy day. You just saw 15 patients, but instead of heading home for dinner with your spouse or playing with the kids, you now begin your night job, charting. Charting is critical and necessary, but it steals your focus from your patients, eats away at your time with your family, and keeps you up at night. The burden of always having another chart to complete drains every clinician. Freed is an AI medical scribe that makes charting go away. Freed listens, prepares your notes, and writes patient instructions for you. Charting is done before your patient walks out of the room. Wait, because it gets even better. Freed learns your style over time just like a human scribe would, except that it never will quit on you. Freed is loved by 3000 clinicians from every specialty. It is HIPAA compliant, takes 30 seconds to learn and costs only $99 per month. You can try Freed for free right now by going to freed.ai. Listeners of Financial Residency can use the code FR50 coupon code for $50 off the first month.
1: It's time again for the Mortgage Minute with Doug Krause, brought to you by Financial Residency. Doug has been a mortgage lender for over 20 years and specializes in physician loans. He is with BMO Bank and wrote a book called The Hippocratic House to educate physicians on home loans. You can request your free copy at DougKraus.com. You can call or text Doug anytime at 816-728-3631, or email him at doug.kraus at Now, get ready for today's episode of The Mortgage Minute. Welcome back to The Mortgage Minute. I'm your host, Doug Krauss, With BMO Bank. And most of you know that I have a book called The Hippocratic House. My wife's a physician, and we wrote that together free. If you'd like a copy, you can request one at dubgrouse.com. But I wanted to touch on qualifications and you know what you can afford. What you can afford and what you should buy, not necessarily the same. It's obviously going to be much different if you're in the Midwest versus if you're on the East or West Coast because wages tend to be higher in the Midwest and the houses are cheapest here. So obviously, I think you're going to have a better debt ratio Or be able to buy much more house in those circumstances versus sometimes you just have to push the limits on the, especially West Coast, but East Coast too. That's just what it takes to even get a house, sadly. But 45% is what my debt requirement is. And how that works is once you use 300,000 income as an example, you make $300,000 $300,000 a year, that's $25,000 a month. That's how I'm going to break everything down. Then once we have a monthly income, we're going to take that to 45%. So $25,000 times 45% is $11,250. That needs to cover everything that shows up on your credit report, including your new house. To know what you qualify for, let's first back out what? has to come out, but other obligations you have. So that could be car payments, minimum credit card payments. If you pay off your credit cards in full, we're not counting if you charge 5,000 a month, we're not hitting you with a $5,000 payment. We're probably hitting you with a $100 payment that the minimum payment that a credit card company would let you pay, that's what it is. The same would be true of your student loans. If you have a deferment for 12 plus months, we won't even count them. If you have an IBR payment where they're income-based, then if you can prove that's ongoing, then we'll use that and qualify you with that. That said, if you're not on a PSLF where somebody's going to pay it off for you, if you're not expecting big raise at some time in the future, just because you qualify for the house at 45 with an IBR, know that at some point if your student loan payments are going to go up and you're going to have to actually pay those. You'll find from our book that I'm not like most people that I'm paid commission. My best interest is you go out and buy a $2 million house. That's not what I want to see you do. If that's the house you want, you can afford it. Fantastic. I want to help you get it. But I do not want to see people become house poor. And that was a big part of Tammy being part of my book is just because a baker tells you you can afford Two million dollars doesn't mean that's what i think you should do i mean if you want to have a lifestyle where you can still take a vacation or if you've got two incomes to qualify for that don't be so strapped to the one of you hate your job that you are going to be in such a bind you can't quit your job to go find a different one so I, i just don't want people to make the mistake of Overbuying to the point, then all you're doing is working just to pay for your house because you're going to resent it. So it sucks so if you come out of residency where you've had to pinch pennies and finally expecting to live the good life, and then you're right back in the same rut because your house payment's taking up forty percent of your gross income. So but again, sometimes you just don't have a choice. I mean, you're buying in L.A. and unfortunately, like certain specialties aren't paid as well as others then they don't care houses still cost what they cost them and all so depending on where you're at sometimes you don't have a choice but 45 percent is the number and other things such as uh, child support and alimony do count too that may not show up on your credit report but you need to disclose that on your application and make sure if you pay child support alimony you bring that up early so that's not a discussion where looks like you qualify for one thing and then it's something drastically different. Otherwise, if you have rental property for BMO, we now only allow one other finance property besides the new one to go the route of a doctor loan. We still have other options, but if you're taking doctor loan, excuse me, then if you have a current house, you could keep it if it has financing. But if you have another house and a rental property already and then wanna buy a third one, we can't do that any longer. Now, if one of those is paid for, that doesn't count. It's only financed properties. But the reason I was bringing that up is rent income from your other houses does count. And it's typically, if you don't have a history as a landlord, 75%. An example would be if you had a house that you're going to move out of but want to keep it, if your house payment's $3,000 a month, If you were to rent it for $4,000 a month, we're going to give you credit of $3,000 income. That's now a wash and it doesn't really affect your debt to income ratio. If you had a $3,000 payment and you rent it for $3,000, you're only going to get $2,250 and it's effectively going to look like a $750 car payment. The worst thing I see happen is coming out of residency, a lot of you have had to make do with you know, what you've got, your cars some of sometimes are on their last leg and want to go out and buy another car. If you have any possible way of doing it, it's easy to get a car loan. I mean, they will trip over themselves to give you money on a car loan, but that could really hinder what you're trying to buy for a house. That said, same deal. If you're waiting to buy the car only to turn around and end up in a 50 debt ratio, then there's not really much point in waiting because you're putting yourself, you know, in a financial hole, but if it's a matter of circumstances don't really look like they do on paper. And by that, I mean, you've got a trailing spouse that if you waited to buy the car, you could buy the house you want. And then when you do buy the car, your debt ratio wasn't going to look that good. But at the same time, when you bought the house, I didn't get to count your spouse's income and then he or she's going to get a job that's going to drastically change your debt to income ratio, different story. So more times than not, if you're in the market to buy a house and a car at the same time, if the car can wait, get it after you buy the house. There is no front back debt ratio for us. That's not true of every lender. By that I mean, ours is 45%. And if you have zero other debt, we'll let you spend 45% on your house. Not necessarily the right answer because Just because you don't have a car payment today doesn't mean you won't have one next year. Again, just because we'll let you do it doesn't mean that's what you should do. I hate the idea of seeing any of you go through all the training and be set up with a good career and then in a financial struggle. So keep that in mind if you have no other debt. And hopefully if you are going to do something like that, it's going to be because your income is going to drastically increase. And you know that. And at that point, you know, I'm all for it. If you have enough reserves to where it's not living paycheck to paycheck, because no doctor should have to live paycheck to paycheck. But anyway, that's the uh, qualification 45%. That's not universal. I've seen a few of my competitors go as high as 50%. I've seen a few that are 43%. And I've also seen a few where they do have a front ratio. And by front ratio, I mean not just strictly whatever all your debts combined are. It would be, we don't care if you have no other debt. The house can't be more than 30 or 35%. And then if you have other debts that total another 10 or 15%, that gets you to 45. But if you have no other debts, doesn't matter. We're not letting you go over. 30, 33, 35, whatever that number is. Not too many of them do that anymore, but that is something that question you need to ask. If you don't have any other debts, don't automatically expect that everybody's 45%. Some are 43, some go as high as 50. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.
0: As we wrap up, remember, Freed.ai is here to free you from medical documentation. It's HIPAA compliant, takes 30 seconds to learn, and is incredibly affordable. Join the movement to eliminate clinician burnout. Visit freed.ai and improve your lifestyle. You can try Freed for free right now by going to freed.ai. Listeners of Financial Residency can use the FR50 coupon code for $50 off the first month.